This is definitively uncertain. Hey everybody, welcome to episode 17 of Definitively Uncertain. I am John Colbert, and with me as always... Adele Colbert. And today we're going to talk about food, basically. Food. Yeah, we're going to talk about our thoughts on uh, mass production, uh, hunting, and the vegan side of it also. Mm -hmm. And... What do you want to talk about first? What do you think is probably uh, the most detrimental to the environment? I don't know. Mass produce? I think so, too. Yeah? I think so. But it also fills a need, right? Yeah. Because everyone needs to eat. Not everyone is a hunter, and not everyone is a vegetarian or a vegan. Or yep. So... Um, but it's, uh, I think our, our planets have heavily overpopulated in, in a lot of places and they need food, Mm -hmm. right? Like they're just, they're running out of resources and, um, I think it's just something that, you know, it's, it's the way it is. Yeah. But the, the thing that sucks is that, um, alternative ways of farming and stuff like that um is is kind of harder you know what i mean like it's yeah it it costs more you know because they can mass produce they can like you know the the more you can make of something in one batch the cheaper it is for you and that includes cattle includes all that stuff right yeah because you're buying in such mass things but Um, yeah, I think mass producing, um, I think there's, I think it's got to change. Yeah. How so? Well, okay. Like, um, uh, Cargill is a huge company, right? They mass produce. That's what they do. There's a huge, um, beef place just really, it's not even a half hour away from here. And, uh, and you know, and it's, it's a slaughterhouse for, for cows and stuff like that but if you look back before big companies like cargill what did you have you had small towns that had a butcher shop yeah that had a bakery that had all those things and i think that because it wasn't as big there was less of a footprint of of wrecking the environment because you. you were just you're making enough for that place, you yeah. know? But when cities started getting bigger and bigger and bigger, it was, it was almost impossible you to do that. You can't just have a bakery or just one butcher. Exactly. But I think, uh, you know, that that's how it changes. Yeah. I, I don't really know how to fix that, though. It's, a, it's something that... Um, it's almost like a necessary evil because of how many people we have in the world. Yeah. Um, the thing that sucks though, is that, you know, McDonald's, you know, a cheeseburger costs a dollar and a head of lettuce costs you $3, you yeah. know, like it's that kind of stuff is kind of weird to me. It's, uh, you know, they can mass produce it so, so cheap that it, it it's actually unhealthy. You know, it's, it's, 
It costs less to be unhealthy than yeah. it does to be healthy. So that that really sucks. Yeah. You know, like that's a that's definitely a thing that sucks. And your mm-hmm. mom and I have a, a sworn off um, fast food. Yeah. So no more fast food. We're not doing it anymore. It's it, it doesn't even make you feel good afterwards after you eat it. Yeah. You know, it's it's just greasy shit, and yeah. you know the buns. They take you can taste the sugar in them. Like yeah. you know, it's just everything has so much sugar in it now. Like everything has sugar in it. Yep. But you know that's the mass-produced part, right? Yeah. So we're going to be doing uh, a bigger garden this year. Yeah. And hopefully it's hopefully it works out. You know, hopefully it's good, and hopefully there's not a lot of hailstorms, so we can yeah. actually have <laughs> vegetables. And that would be nice. It would be. But what do you think about mass producing? Well, another thing about the sugar is um, people automatically jump to the conclusion that fat is bad. So instead of fat in foods, they started replacing the fat with sugar. Yeah. Which is why if you buy something with low fat or no fat, it's just replaced with sugar. Yeah. And um, that's pretty dangerous, especially because sugar makes things taste good. Yeah. Right? But, um, but like, when you guys were on keto... There was a lot of things that I didn't know had sugar in them that you guys couldn't eat anymore. Yeah. And it's crazy how much actually has sugar in it. There was a... I went to go cook and when we were doing keto. <laughs> yep. And there was a, um, a garlic salt. Mm-hmm. And I looked on the back of it and there was sugar and garlic salt. Really? Yeah. And I was like, holy fuck, I even got to look at the spices now like you know what i mean like i can understand like the montreal steak spice or like the rubs and yeah okay you know but garlic salt that's what it's called just straight garlic salt it has sugar in it it had sugar in it that's kind of crazy yeah you gotta watch that stuff it's they sneak it into everything right Mm -hmm. and sugar is very addictive Mm -hmm. it's a you know it's I think there was like a whole thing that was like it was more addictive than cocaine or something like that. Mm. There was something. It activates the same part of your brain that (coughs) cocaine does. Yeah. That drugs do. Yeah. Yeah, it was kind of crazy. It was one of those things that um, we had to start watching out for. And we still do now. Yeah. You know, but it's it's become normal now. Yeah. Now, okay, now that we've thought that... Uh, mass producing is probably really harmful. Like the most harmful out of the three things. Yep. What's the next one? Vegan. You think vegan? I think so. And why do you think vegan? Well, like, they're, they have to manufacture basically meatless meat. So there's like factories for that, right? And it's just like a bunch of chemicals, isn't it? No. No? No, vegans is all natural stuff. Okay, so like... It's just how they process it. It's it's processing differently. Yeah, okay. But I, I'm i pretty sure you told me that they live a, leave a bigger carbon footprint than hunters do. They do. I, I think so. Now, the reason why I, I say that is because I listen to other podcasts and I listen to other people, mm-hmm. and it makes a lot more sense. Um... Uh, vegans 
there is vegans out there that will be like, you know, you're murdering animals and you're doing this and you're doing that. Mm -hmm. But um, all those uh, machines that they use Mm -hmm. to clear crops and stuff like that are murdering animals or living things. It doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. They're not the cute, fluffy things. Sometimes they're rodents. Sometimes they're birds. Sometimes they're baby deer, even if they can't get out of there. Rabbits. Yeah. You know, there's all kinds of insects. Millions, billions, probably billions of insects. Mm-hmm. Right? But they don't look at it like that. They look yeah. at it as, you know, you're killing Bambi. Yeah. You know, they, they're not looking at it like you're killing a life. If they looked at it like you're killing a life, you know, they'd probably fucking starve to death. You know, like yeah. what else could you do? You couldn't walk down the road. You'd step on an ant, you know, like it's, yeah, it's a thing that I don't know where it's wherever people prioritize, um, their, their beliefs, mm-hmm. you know, that's, yeah. but, uh, as for a hunter, a hunter goes out and walks through a field and when he sees a deer, he shoots the deer. He picks up his bullet casing. He doesn't leave anything behind. Yep. He goes and he cleans the deer and he leaves it out there. And it's the circle of life, you know, coyotes mm-hmm. and all that will come and eat the the insides. And then, um, you know, he, he brings the food home. Yep. You know, that's, and that part is a smaller footprint, mm-hmm. mind you. You know, if he grows his own vegetables in the garden, then he's even doing a smaller one. But if he's going out to the store and buying the same vegetables that a vegan is, then he's still as part of the problem. Yeah. You know what I mean? The only difference is, is that he's, he's not, uh, he, he's killing something for food and they're, they're, vegans don't think that they are. Yeah. But they are. Yep. And it's a... So I, I'm not going to say veganism is, is a bigger footprint to say. Yeah. Because, you know, vegetarians eat vegetables. Hunters eat vegetables. Yeah. Everybody eats vegetables, right? But, um, yeah, it's just one of those things that it's, uh, you know, it, we have a lot of people in this world. That's yeah. the, That's the point. But if you were going for, like, a vegan having a farm, and a hunter just hunting. Yeah. It would be less of a carbon footprint for a hunter. Yeah. You know, that's... Yep. And if you want to get real technical, um, you know, if they're shooting big animals, then that animal isn't farting anymore, which isn't causing carbon monoxide into the air. Oh, my God. Which is actually saving the planet a little bit more. can't really make that argument though people will lose their shit yep you know it'd be kind of funny though um but what do you so growing up and knowing what you know yeah what would you like to see with the world like in terms of this yeah well obviously that's our conversation (laughs) well um I don't know. I'd like to find like ways to package food that's not impacting the environment so much because we do use a lot of plastic, especially in the the mass produce because a lot of plastic needs to be made um, to package all that food, right? Yeah. But if we found 
like if we found a way to wrap food in like something that's like biodegradable then it might be better what about okay how about this what about uh, a place where uh, you could go into town and uh, order your meat fresh so once a week you would go down and you would pick up everything that you need to pick up and it would all be fresh it wouldn't be packaged it wouldn't be mass produced so it wouldn't be sitting in a walmart you know and in that way you know just say it's wrapped up in like wax paper wax paper or something yeah you know so then and it's written out you could go to the butchers and you could pretty well do that butchers freeze a lot of stuff too yeah but that would mean that places like Walmart and grocery stores would wouldn't wouldn't be able to sell. Yeah. Uh, so you're saying like uh, you go in and you order stuff, and basically, like the animal would be killed as it's needed. Well, that's the thing is you couldn't really yeah like basically it would it wouldn't be a slaughterhouse. So what it would be is. You would come in and order, right? Yeah. And you'd have more people ordering beef too, right? So you'd probably end up having to kill a whole cow because you can't kill half a cow. Yeah. Right? So you kill a whole cow and then it would all get processed and everyone would get the meat. And then whoever didn't, like, didn't order, they could have it, they could have that stuff frozen and then ready to give out, but they don't kill again until it's needed. Okay, yeah. So everything would be more fresh yeah and uh the packaging wise there would be less plastic you know because you could do it with chickens you could do it with yeah everything i like that yeah yeah i think that's a that's a cool concept yeah yeah it's always one i thought of because i think that's the way it used to be like you know butcher shops and stuff like that you know, they the place there is a place in Ontario we used to go to a butcher shop down there. Yep. And they never, you know, they didn't have a huge place. It was a small little place. Yep. And so I think that's what they did too. Was they killed the order? You know, like they, you know, got everything ready to go and and you know we used to order our turkeys from them and they were always fresh and you yep. know like it was it wasn't really a a thing and it it. And another thing with that would be that there wouldn't be, like, preservatives put in meat to keep them fresher for longer. Right, right. So they would just be fresh. They wouldn't need all the added preservatives and yeah. such. Yeah. But then you don't have stuff going to waste either because you go to any grocery store, you see discounted meat because it's going to expire soon. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that that is a huge waste like that we have a waste problem uh in the united states and in canada yeah Yeah, pretty well uh, almost all over the world yeah you know there's a waste problem where you know uh i think i can't remember there was just a study that came out i think it was like 40 40 percent of all processed foods end up going bad and going into a landfill that's it, awful. It's something crazy like that. That is crazy. Yeah. 
But that just goes to show that the big businesses, even with that much going into waste, they're still making money. Yeah. Right? So all this other stuff that they sell is so, like, you know, they've got it jacked up because it's all pennies on the dollar for them, right? Yeah. So, you know, they they make a huge margin enough that they can lose 40% of their stuff doesn't get used. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they still make money. I think that's a little crazy. That is kind of crazy. 40%? I think. I don't... I don't know. You got the interwebs right there. You could probably look it up. But, yeah, it was kind of crazy. It was definitely uh, one of those... I can't remember where I read it now. I don't know. It could have been a bullshit website, too. Who knows? I don't really check that stuff. I just read it, and I'm like, oh, that's not good. (laughs) Yeah. But, yeah, so... But I don't know. I like the idea of um, hunting and, you know, loading up your own freezer. Roughly one third of the food produced in the world for human consumption every year, approximately 1.3 billion tons gets lost or wasted. So that's 33%. It's not 40. Yeah. 33.3% or whatever. But still, that's a lot, right? Mm. That's a lot, especially when there's, um, there's there's hungry, there's starving people out there too, which is yeah. crazy to me. You know, if if one point, what was it, one point three billion? Yep, one point three billion tons. Tons of food. Yeah. Everyone should be fat. They've you know, got. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like I don't know. This is on the Food and Agriculture Organization of the United Nations. Yeah. Dot org. Okay. And it's got, so we lose 30% of cereals, um, 20% of dairy, 35% of fish, 45% of fruits and vegetables, 20% of meat, 20% of oil seeds and pulses, I think that's what it says, and then 45% of roots and tubers. Yeah. That's a little crazy. It's pretty crazy. But that's that's the that's the that's what's happened though, right? Mm-hmm. We're as as human beings, we weren't really meant to be all put into a same area. You know what I mean? We were Yeah. Like when when we were us, what did we do? We were hunter and gatherers. Mhm. You know, we provided we hunted you know, the little tribe that we were in or whatever. Yeah. We all ate. That's what happened, you know? Yeah. And and then when we got hungry, we went out and hunted again. Like, that's that's what happened. Yeah. So, you know, and now everything's very convenient. We we sit down on our couches. We get off our couch. We go on into our pickup truck. We drive down to the grocery store. We buy food. We come back. We sit down. We cook it. We sit down. We eat it. We sit down. We sit down. We sit down. Yeah. You know, we're, we're, we weren't, we weren't, um, made to just sit. sit. Yeah. Which is the reason why I always try to get you guys to go out and do stuff and yeah. walk the dog and do jujitsu and yeah. all that other stuff. Cause I want you guys to keep moving. Cause it's, I, I think sitting is a death sentence. I really do for us. Yeah. You know? So, um, do you think. What do you think is the healthiest option out of the three? 
hunting vegan or mass produce i think hunting is yeah but i i'm not a vegan i i like meat and i, I like the protein yeah and i'm um and if you if you shoot and kill something and then you bring it home and you've processed it you know what's in it yeah that's that's the difference right there you know how old it is you know what's in it yep that's it you know and then you can pick your vegetables and stuff like that vegans might you know might say differently you know but fuck them i don't care i love steak i mean yeah. you know what i mean like i can't I, you I, can't just not no not to me i don't think so you know but like i said vegans could be healthier you know yeah i, I don't know who the healthiest person in the world is yeah you know and if i did you know then we would all know and that guy's diet obviously he's the healthiest guy in the world so he's so and so yeah you know but it's there's no there's no thing to to track that or yeah. tr- or trace it you know between yeah. genetics and and what you eat and stuff like that it's like some people just hit the genetic lottery you know they're yeah it, they can eat whatever they want and not get big yeah you know they can uh you know are they're just monstrous people or they or they're just small people you know small people like you and you know they live to be a hundred and fucking six like (laughs) and they smoke two packs a day and eat a pound of bacon like you know what i mean like my dad is not a well i don't know how healthy he is right now but he wasn't and he smoked a lot and uh you know he ate shitty food and he's had issues you know yeah and it's just one of those things where you just gotta you know you gotta change your lifestyle. You gotta change your the way you are. But he's in his he's in his seventies now, and he's still getting up and he's still moving around. Yep. Even though he still smokes, it yep. drives me nuts. You know, but I know how hard it is to quit too. You know, I I I quit and yeah. Um, you know, my dad smoked a lot longer than I did, and you know, probably two of my lifetimes. You yep. know, compared to what I smoke, so it's not an easy thing. But, yeah, but the thing is, is that, um, back to the food. Back to the food. We derailed a little bit. We did a little. Back to the food. Yeah, I think mass producing, um, I don't know. I think it's just a, it's a, it's a flawed system because it's about money. It's not really about feeding people. Yeah. It's, it's how... Do we stretch this cow to get the most amount of money that we can? How do we stretch this animal to yeah. get as much money as we possibly can? Yeah. And that's that's not the way, um, I don't think the way food should be. Yeah. Like, you know, I have, a, I have a, a, a friend that I went to school with, uh, R- Richard Francis. He's a, he's a chef. Yeah. And he's he's actually kind of famous chef you know like he he was on a, a tv show a couple tv shows yep and uh but you see the stuff that he cooks and he he does indig- indigenous cuisine yep and oh man it looks so good yep. and it's always it's it's clean it's healthy it's been hunted you know it's 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 the way that he learned how to prepare food 
as an indigenous person, yep. but with a chef's flair. So he's he's put his own stuff onto it, right? And oh man, it just looks so good. Like I actually haven't ever tried anything that he's made, but I really want to. Yeah. Yeah, like totally want to. Yeah. <coughs> Excuse me. But yeah, it's a it's just one of those things though. Like you know, you like I see his his Instagram or his Facebook, you know, and I'll and you just see like he gets so much shit about his the the pictures that he takes yeah because it'll be like him with like a deer around his neck you know and he's hanging on to it or you know like it's uh he does moose i think it's moose nose tacos really yeah it's but that's the thing is that they eat every part of the animal yeah they don't waste it no so and and i think that's an important thing too like you know back when people had to hunt and you know they had to fill up their freezers or or even didn't have freezers back then Mm -hmm. you know they had to use every part of the animal as much as they could yeah and now it's just it's you know people are upset when they go to the grocery store and they're out of their favorite sausages you know like it's it's become super easy but at what cost yeah because you know there's so much of that animal that's wasted now tons because they take the parts that people like the comfort they take the parts that are more comfortable to people and that's what they make that's what they mass produce and then they throw away the stuff that people won't buy yeah like noses and stuff like that well they and that's the other thing too is that like moose and stuff like that you know you can't really buy yeah that stuff right but um it's a it's definitely i don't know it's it's not for me i don't think i don't like i do go to the grocery store we do buy hamburger and stuff from there right yeah it's because um I, we don't hunt, but yeah. your mom and I are going to look into actually getting our licenses so we can do that. Yeah. And then, you know, I don't know how much cow will actually be in our freezer. Yeah. You know, it'll be elk or moose or yep. whatever. Yep. You know. And another thing with hunting is it's all about population control, too. That's why there's specific hunting seasons for different things. And tags. Yeah. Right? Because, like... excuse me you can only hunt a certain amount of an animal right like you can only hunt this many deer or you can only like kill this many of this animal and stuff like that and it's to regulate the population yeah and they do a pretty good job of it like here and um another thing is when you ask to hunt on someone's property because you can do that out here um if you're doing that, you're killing pests for them, for yeah. their farm, right? Yeah. You're not going in there and, like, shooting their dog. Right. <laughs> you're going in there and, like, like say there was a deer in um, in their farm and it wouldn't leave their crops alone, then they're not making money. But if you go in there and you you shoot the deer and you bring it home, you're getting that deer for food. And they're getting rid of a pest so they can make more money off their food yeah. that they're trying to sell. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
Yeah, farmers, they, uh, farmers are funny folk, you know, like they, uh, you can never really keep a farmer happy. That's, that's the saying, right? Either they're going to complain that it's too wet, you know, and that their crops are drowning or that it's too dry and that they're not growing as good. It's always a, you know, you can never keep a farmer happy is what they say, right? Because it's always something. The sky is falling with a farmer always. It's (laughs) kind of funny, but um you know or they're not making enough money but yeah it's always something it's funny with them but uh they uh yeah they they do an important part here you yeah. know like they they if you ate today you should thank a farmer yeah you know the only bad part is is that when it goes when it leaves the farmer where does it go yeah to like a factory it goes to a big factory you know or they grow for factories yeah. That's the other thing too. Like I know um I know I keep picking on Cargill, but it's the only one I know. Yeah. That's huge. And uh like uh there's ch- chicken places. Yeah. Like you know, they do a hatchery where um they hatch out all the chickens and then they give it to farmers. And then the farmers have to raise the chickens and then once they're all raised, they give them back and it goes to another place and like Cargill. Yep. Where they all get slaughtered and put in, in the chicken nuggets and shit like that, right? Yeah. So it's one of those things that's... Um, so interesting thing about hunters. I'm going to ask you a question. So you're a hunter. You go onto someone's property. And um, the gate's open when you get there. And you leave. Do you close the gate? Yeah, you close the gate. No, you leave every gate and everything exactly how... It, it was before you can tell the person that their gate's open but you can't close their gate you're not huh. supposed to so if say i go onto someone's property and they're getting me to uh shoot ducks or something like that and um i notice one of their gates is open i can tell them but you're not supposed to close the gate for what reason you're supposed to leave their property how it was okay you're not sub- even if it wasn't safe. Well, you're supposed you can let them know, but you're you as the hunter are supposed to leave no trace that you were there, basically. Okay. So you're not supposed to close the gate. So if they have a bunch of cattle and there's no cattle guard, but their gate's open, I'm supposed to let the cows go out into the road. You're not supposed to close the gate. See that I think that's more of a moral thing. Like if if a gate was literally open and there was no cattle guard and the cows could get out onto the, just say, the highway, like just down the road from us, what am I doing? Am I not going to close the gate or am I going to potentially have a bunch of cows on the highway and cause accidents and have a death because I didn't close the gate? Fair, but um, when I took the test, the correct answer was you're not supposed to close the gate. Okay. But in a lot of tests, there's... There's exceptions to the rule, yes. Well, no, there's black and white in yeah. tests, right? It's black and white. It's yes or no. It's right or wrong. Yeah. Right? That's that's what a there test is. There was a depends answer. It depends on the situation. And that answer wasn't right either. Yeah, see? And I don't... But you could rebuttal that. You could be like, so this happens. I'm supposed to just let it go? Just supposed to let shit die? Like, I'm supposed to... 
potentially have an accident where someone's a whole family dies and that's because I didn't close a gate even though I knew fucking better fuck you I'll fucking close the gate and then I'll tell the farmer hey your fucking gate was open your cows were right there I closed it because I didn't want them out on the highway and if he goes I want that open okay then you go back and open it all right I see where you're coming from yeah I'm just telling you what I know yeah you can't do that to me I didn't know the whole background of the test and all that stuff right yeah but it was a test question this was, but you went from a test question. I went from a moral standing from yeah. where I sat, you know, if I saw something wrong. Yeah. You know. I get you. So, what else? Anything? Not that I can think of. So, what did we figure out? That mass produce isn't great for the environment and hunting has a small carbon footprint. And that steak is delicious. Just hunting has a smaller carbon footprint than farming. Yeah. Yes. Right, so hunting an animal as opposed to farming. Yeah. Yeah. But vegans are people too. Yep. But they got to realize that we're people too. Yep. We all got to get along in this crazy spinny fucking world. Agreed. Break bread. Do you think that's why they say that instead of break steak? Because no one's going to get offended over break bread. Oh, wait. Celiacs. Gluten intolerant people. No, they yeah. can't do that. They might get mad. They might. Can't break bread. We'll just sit here and drink fucking water. Dicks. How dare you? That's a fish's home. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, on that note. On that note. I think we're done here. I think we're all done. All right. Talk to you guys next time. All right. See you guys later. Bye. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening. If you like what you heard today, give us a like and a share. If you've got any ideas for topics for us to talk about, give us a shout, either through email or on Facebook or Instagram at Definitively Uncertain. Hope you guys have an awesome day, and we'll talk to you next time.